Okay. How many got your Bibles? The B-I-B-L-E. Let's grow our faith. That's the bottom line. Are you ready to grow? Say, this is my Bible. This is my Bible. I can have. I can have. What it says I can have. What it says I can have. I can do. I can do. What it says I can do. What it says I can do. And I am. And I am. What it says I am. What it says I am. Amen. Aren't you glad about God's Word in the day and age we live? Absolutely. Amen. Father, we love you. We thank you for your Word. It is truth. We build our life upon it because in a world where there's so much non-truth, we can count on this truth and stake our life to it. So, Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit who is our teacher and leads us and guides us. And, Father, we just ask for revelation and insight that we walk out of here understanding more and your Spirit is alive within each and every one of us today. So we just thank you for that in Jesus' name. Everybody said. Amen, amen, amen. Tom, amen. good to see you. He, was, he just guy. rode in from a big, long trip. You know, um, Tom, you're going to want to go back and in the service. There was a portion that was for you, too. Okay? I'll just leave it at that. We prayed over certain, certain individuals, and you're included in that. So we want to talk about why water baptism and going public. Now, you might be here, I've already been baptized. I should have stayed home. No, you should not. You're here for a reason and assignment because water baptism, we're, this summer has been amazing. Uh, what were the, somebody probably can tell me the reports of, what is it, Pirate's Cove down in California? Like 4,000 people baptized and uh, yeah, so it's really cool uh, when people get baptized. And so if you've been baptized, I need you to just jump on board and get excited for those who've decided they want to go public with their faith. Because as a body of Christ, we support one another and we encourage one another. And we want to be a part of people's lives growing and developing in their walk with God. You know, as we talk about water baptism, I want you to also be open to this part. Some of you may have been baptized as a, at a young age and you went through a lot of life. You might have went through some, some areas where you kind of strayed from God and now you're back on track and you, you just want a public declaration of, I'm serving Jesus the rest of my life. I'm back on track. Can you be open to that as we talk about water baptism this morning? So, what's the deal? Let's talk about it. Why get dunked with your clothes on? And your hair all wet and matted to your face. Makeup running. You crack me up. <clears throat> Friends. It's, is, this, is this like God's idea of just publicly humiliating people in front of everybody? I mean, what, what's going on? Um, I don't even know how to, how to respond after you <laughs> say something like that. I, I, you got to keep going. I can't. Um. So when you think of it. Where do I sign up for that? <laughs> <laughs> your clothes all stuck to your body, and you're just like, this is fun. Um, but sometimes, you know, we're, uh, we've, people have been baptized as, as children. Uh, They're little infants even and didn't understand what the meaning of baptism is. It was just some kind of a religious tradition 
that was instituted in a church or something, and we really don't understand, but, you know, we've, we've all seen it where parents bring their kid forward to the church, and, and uh, they get baptized or sprinkled or spit on or something. And, and so it's, you know, you go back and you can see uh, you were baptized here as a child, and it's in the family photo, but what spiritual connection is that other than just that's what parents do with their kids because they want them to go to heaven? So the, the problem with it is you had no, what you're talking about there is you had no say-so in it. You know, the, if you were baptized as a child, that's great. Basically, it's like dedicating, the parent was dedicating their child to the Lord. But there has to come a time when you are responsible for yourself where you're saying, I want, I love Jesus with all my heart, and I want to serve Jesus, and I want to declare to everybody, I'm a Jesus guy, I'm a Jesus girl, you know. You need to be able to get to a place where you understand that Jesus was raised from the dead for you, that he died on the cross for you, that he rose again for you, that he is there to forgive you of your sins, to make you new, that the old is gone and then all has become new. And you're declaring, this is me now. This isn't mom and dad. This is me. And, you know, and sometimes uh, we'll, we'll ask people uh, about their, how did you come to Christ? How did you, what's your experience with Jesus? What's your story? When did you get saved? And oftentimes we'll hear people say, well, uh, I go to such and such church, or I'm, I'm a member over here. There. I was raised in the church. Yeah. And it's like, that's not the question. The question is, what have you done with Jesus? Well, I told you I went to church. I, you know, no, 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 no. Church doesn't save anybody. Your relationship with Jesus Christ Romans chapter 10 says that we have to believe in our heart, confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord. In other words, he's in charge. I've surrendered my life to Jesus. Those are the grounds to become baptized. So water baptism is an action of something that is going on on the inside of you. It is a demonstration of something that is going on on you on the inside, your inner being. We talked about our inner being last week, about the, the, remember the healthy heart? We talked about the healthy heart. So water baptism is a result of saying, my heart is healthy towards God, and I want to declare to everybody that Jesus is Lord and he is in charge. So in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, these are some of the last words Jesus spoke before he ascended to the right hand of the Father. And so he's talking to his disciples in Matthew 28, 19, and he says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations. Next word, please. Baptizing. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And so this is part of the command that the Lord has given to the church is to go baptize. So number one. Everybody say number one. Number one. Baptism is obedience. It's obeying what Jesus told us to do. Duh. Did I just say duh up here? Duh. It's obedience to what Jesus told us to do. So, yes, baptism is an action. And baptism, the Greek word for that is baptizo. And it means to immerse, to cleanse, to sub by submersion. That's the key thing, by submersion. To make clean with water. 
Uh, it's basically, it's an immersion into another substance. And that's kind of an interesting definition. How many hippies do we have here raised in the 60s and 70s? Of course, Tom, yeah, I got a few of you. Yeah, come on. How many wish you, never mind. But, but part of the thing that kind of that came out of the hippie was tie-dye t-shirts. And uh, so that's kind of a, a baptism because you put a t-shirt under a substance and it comes out a different color and so they like to spin it and it comes out all whatever but but if you can imagine just taking a white t-shirt and you got a tank that's a different color of dye in it and you baptize it that shirt and it comes up a new color that is really a perfect picture of the word baptizo you goes in one way and it comes out different we're going to Matthew chapter 3, verse 16. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. So number one, we see Jesus himself got baptized. If it's good enough for Jesus, it ought to be good enough for us. Jesus himself knew that this was an important thing to do. Uh, we're, I'm going to Acts chapter 8, verse 38. He ordered the carriage to stop, and they went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away, and the Enoch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. So here we see another example of someone being baptized. That's there's a lot of miracles that just happened in that. The, yeah, <laughs> in there, that there's verse. a lot there. But the the thing with it is interesting there, both Matthew 3 in Jesus' baptism and then in Acts chapter 8, is it, both of those say they went down into the water and they came up out of the water. And so that kind of is the biblical way. We're not doing this a church way. We're doing this a biblical way to... to follow the scriptures in submersion, going in the water and coming up out of the water in both those examples. There's more examples throughout the scripture as well. So the next thing, if you're taking notes, baptism is an outward sign of an inward work. It's an outward sign of an inward work. Um, let me give you an example. When you are, yes, you saw on the screen, we're getting ready to to celebrate 35 years of being married. So when um, we had a relationship, you know, before marriage, we were getting to know each other. We were dating. We were finding out about each other. And because we fell in love with each other, we wanted to serve each other the rest of our lives. We made a covenant at a wedding that this was a forever thing. Water baptism is a showing the world this is a covenant that I am choosing to make with God. I have, I have fallen in love with Jesus, the Holy Spirit. I am declaring now that I am in covenant with him and going to serve him the rest of my life. You are, you are publicly saying to, to everyone what is going on in here, which is like a wedding where we publicly declared to everyone this is what's going on on the inside of us. And I love you, and I don't 
care who knows. <laughs> and so that's basically the idea of baptism is like I got a relationship with God Almighty, and if I got to go through a water baptism to prove to the world and profess that I'm going to live for the Lord Jesus the rest of my days, then that's exactly right. what I'm going to do. And so it's, it's a powerful moment for the church to be involved and celebrate people dedicating their lives to live the rest of their days for Jesus Christ. Isn't that exciting? Absolutely. That is, I said, isn't that exciting? Woo! I mean, that's really cool. I want to I read another passage where, where in Matthew here where Jesus, where the example of Jesus where he got baptized. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 13, Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John, but John tried to talk him out of it. I'm the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said, so why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. Remember I told you it's already a requirement? Must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him, and after his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. I just love that. You know, as, as we have given our hearts to Jesus Christ, you are his son and daughter. And those of you who are getting baptized next Sunday, I hope you hear those words that we just read. You are my beloved son and daughter who brings the Father great joy. And so you entering into this covenant relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and submitting yourself to that watery grave that Michael so eloquently talked about during announcements, thank you for that vivid description. Um, <laughs> but it's so true that we're laying down the old person and we're coming up out of that watery grave, brand new, in Christ, unashamed. And that's the thing that brings the Father great joy when you follow through with this public declaration that I belong to Jesus Christ. I belong to God the Father. Absolutely. And you know what's so cool about Jesus is he's always willing, was always willing to do something before he asked us to do it, including water baptism. You know, if you go through his, what he has in Scripture, what did he do? He laid hands on the sick and they recovered. What did he do? He constantly was, was serving people. He, he did things before he even asked us to, including water baptism. And I just, I just love that about Jesus. I don't know. I'm so in love with Jesus. I could get baptized every year. <laughs> I'm so in love with him. Um, you know, and it's identifying with him. It's, it's saying, you know, Christ and me, we are in covenant now. But it's also identifying the water baptism is meant to be symbolic of following Jesus in his death, burial, and resurrection. And so that water represents a, a grave. And so when that body is laid down. It's like they're dying. They're saying, I die to my old ways, my old self, my sinful nature. I die. And so we hold them underwater. <laughs> How long do we hold them? 
a second <laughs> until the bubbles stop, and then and then we bring them up. We bring them up, and that represents the resurrection power of Jesus coming back to life from the grave. But we don't hold them quite that long. But but it is uh, that's the identifying. I need you to quit looking at Pastor Michael. Well, he's helping. Yeah, me. I know. He's no, he's preach. not helping you. It's like he's up here. It's awesome. <sighs> okay. The another thing is in the Book of Acts, we see the new church. The apostles baptizing that, oh, I mean, I, we had so many scriptures on this that we, I was, he's like, help me whittle this down. We could be here all, all morning if we did all the scriptures on water baptism. So I'm just going to read through some in the book of Acts here where we see the new believers following what Jesus commanded. So in Acts chapter 8, verse 12, but now the people believed Philip's message of good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. As a result, everybody say, as a result. as a result. Many men and women were baptized. As a result of what? The good news concerning the name of Jesus Christ. Acts 9, 18. Instantly something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he regained his sight. And then he got up and was baptized. Uh, we're going to jump into chapter 18. Chapter 18, verse 8. Cripus, the leader of the synagogue, and everyone in his household believed in the Lord, and many others in Corinth also heard Paul, became believers, and were baptized. And so the, the thing that's happening here is people believed and then they followed through immediately with getting baptized. And so if you're here and you're just like, well, you know, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I just haven't been baptized. You need to get baptized. You need to get baptized. You need to follow through in obedience and be baptized in water. Okay, let's talk about the benefits of baptism. What? There's benefits? Yes, there are benefits in getting baptized. And we're going to Romans chapter 6, and uh, yes, I'm going to read it out of the message. I just, I, I love how the message makes it so clear. But one of the benefits is the power to overcome sin. In other words, the power to be able to resist temptation. Now, every one of us is tempted. Every one of us in this room, everyone watching online, every one of us, including us pastors, are tempted. But when you are baptized, there is, you are now gaining strength to be able to overcome those temptations and overcome sin. Here we go uh, in Romans chapter 6. That's what baptism into the life of Jesus means. When we're lowered into the water, it is like the burial of Jesus. When we are raised up out of the water, it is like the resurrection of Jesus. Each of us is raised up into a light-filled world by our Father so that we can see where we're going in our new grace-sovereign country. How many believe that when Jesus was raised from the dead, he came to life, that that includes some power? If you don't, I don't know what kind of power you're, you're needing. That's an incredible amount of power to be raised from the dead. 
But the same power that raised Christ from the dead, the Bible says, lives in Oh, you know your Bible. The same power that raised him from the dead resides in you. So when you are doing the baptism of you're going underwater, you are signifying I'm letting my sinful nature, all the temptations, all the sin is being put under the water. When I come back out of the water, I am saying I am also now the same power that raised him from the dead is dwelling now in me. I have now that same power to be able to say no to sin, to be able to say no to temptation. I have that same power to be able to have the courage to go up to somebody who needs Jesus and help them learn about Jesus. I have that same power to lay hands on the sick and they will recover. I'm not scared of it because now I'm saying I have that same power also. I am declaring I'm a God person. I have Jesus. I have the Holy Spirit. I have the courage. If you can have courage to be baptized in water in front of others, you're going to have courage to be able to go up to a stranger who needs Jesus Christ, who need, who is hurting, who needs hope. You're going to have courage. You got to have courage in this life. You got to have courage to get saved. You got to have courage on the job to say, I'm a Jesus freak. Go ahead. Call me a freak. I love Jesus with all my heart. You got to have courage. Baptism is courage to say that old me is gone. Now the new me is raised to life. And I got courage. I got boldness. I got, I got some sass. <laughs> Not all sass is bad. And then, and then uh, there's another baptism beyond the water baptism. Yes, there is. It's a baptism in fire by the Holy Spirit. And that's yeah. another baptism where Woo. he just comes upon you. And, and in addition to everything you said, gives you the strength and courage to live life boldly and unashamed. But we're talking about the water baptism. And I love the thing about Jesus uh, in the beginning of his ministry before he did any signs and wonders, miracles, or anything, the very first thing he did was he got baptized. And from that moment, we see Jesus doing miracles and signs and wonders. And so there's an expectation. When you get baptized, you just changed. Expect to be changed. Expect to be renewed. Expect your faith to grow. Expect to be uh, an overcomer in the struggles of life. Right. You're a new person in Christ. Yeah. The old person, literally, we're going to leave it in the, in the water. Yeah. And the new you, the sanctified, saved you, the forgiven you is going to come up out of that water. And, uh, and expect to live this new grace-filled life. So good. Okay, let's review what water baptism means really quick so that they've, they've got it all. And I've got five things here for you. Number one, you are demonstrating your faith, love, and obedience to Jesus Christ. You are demonstrating your faith, your love, and your obedience to Jesus Christ. What else? Number two, it's identifying with Jesus in his death, burial, and resurrection. And, you know, that's, that's something that our faith is built on. And so that just keeps coming up throughout our walk with God. Communion is part of it. We don't ever want to forget the death, burial, and resurrection. And so baptism is our personal life identifying with that. Number three, it is your public confession that I'm, I'm living for him. 
and I'm leaving sin behind. Now, I'm not saying that you're never going to sin again. But what I am saying is you are publicly declaring I am choosing to the best of my ability to leave sin in my past, and I am striving to live for Jesus Christ with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my might. You're publicly declaring sin is, has been buried under the water, and the new me is saying I, I'm living differently. And you demonstrate outwardly to this congregation what's going on in your heart that you love the Lord Jesus Christ. You're demonstrating your, your heart is now healthy, and I'm, I'm going to live for Jesus. Number five, and I like this one, you're joining the ranks of the family of God. You're saying, I'm one of you. I'm one of you. And, you know, when you say that, that doesn't just mean one of us. It doesn't mean just IBC. This being baptized into the family of God is in every nation around the world. It is so encouraging to go other places and meet believers that have the same spirit of faith, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and people are getting baptized in water all over the world. And so you are a part of a huge family Isn't of God. that just the coolest thing ever? Isn't it? That there are believers all over this world who are being baptized in water saying, count me in. I'm in the family. I'm in the kingdom. That is exciting. You know, I'm just going to say this. Heaven is going to be a party. We are going to have some serious fun being all together, praising God together. I mean, wow. I, can't, I mean, we got a lot of work to do, guys, but I'm just saying heaven's going to be so cool. Yeah, when you do a study of Revelation and, and heaven, uh, it's interesting because if you think it's just going to be quiet and you got your own little cloud uh, that you're <laughs> just floating along on, that is really not at all what heaven's about. It is, it is loud. It is celebrating. It is a lot of partying, and uh, it's amazing. So if you... We even get to eat. Lots of food. Lots of food. So it's... Okay, that got a few of you. So count <laughs> Especially me in. around this time when you're like, lunchtime's coming. Oh, there's food? So we want to conclude the service, but one of the things I want to say is if you're here and maybe you got baptized as a child and uh, you weren't really a part of knowing with all your heart that you want to live for Jesus Christ. This message and next Sunday is for you to get baptized. Not that, not that children can't get baptized. Um, I was personally baptized when I was eight years old, and I fully knew what I was doing, and I fully knew I wanted everyone to know I'm a Jesus girl for the rest of my life. And... Um, so I, and we are baptizing. I know I've already seen the sign up. There's some, there's some kiddos getting baptized along with adults next Sunday. And there's already been a sign up, but today is the day that you do need to, if you're like, okay, I, I've been putting this off. Don't put it off. You need to register. Register at the info center or online and let us know. Or maybe you're here and you're like, well, I got baptized in my past, but then I strayed away from God, and I haven't really been living for him. But, but, but now I am. 
and I'm on course, and I want to live for Jesus, I'm never going back to that old life, then that's for you. Get baptized. Yeah. You know, make it fresh. Make it new. Your new commitment. This, this time, I'm all in. And so, get baptized. And if you're new salvation, new believer, then certainly baptism is for you. And for those of us who've been saved and baptized, your job is to pray and celebrate and encourage everyone who gets baptized and cheer them on. Because like I said, how many want to sign up to get dunked in water with your clothes on, your makeup and your hair and just all messed up? Would you stop? I mean, it takes some courage. <laughs> it takes some courage, right? You know, um, another thing, and this is just a we have really this this year decided we wanted it to be part of our worship. And so it is going to be inside and it is going to be during worship. And we're going to celebrate the individuals in the midst of all of that. Ushers are like, hey? yeah, we'll, we'll talk later. We are, <laughs> don't get too worried. But um, so if you are someone who's late to church, Next Sunday's not the Sunday to be late to church, or you might totally miss the water baptisms, okay? So, you know, think of church as come early so that you don't miss out, okay? So we are going to be baptizing right here, over here during worship. We're going to go back and forth, and I am super excited to make it because really baptism is a part of our worship. It is worshiping God. Amen. Well, let's stand. And if everyone just bow their heads and close their eyes, and this, and those of you watching online, this is a moment where we give people an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ to to surrender. And after this step, your next step is to be baptized, according to Scripture. So, if you're in this place or you're watching online, and Jesus Christ is not the Lord of your life. You've not just surrendered. You've not made a confession. You've not said, I'm going to live for Jesus and the Word of God the rest of my days. Today's the day to do that. You need to do that. I'm going to count to three, and on three, if you're in this place, simply raise your hand, and Pastor Stern is going to lead us all in a prayer. Your next step after that would be to go into the lobby and sign up for next Sunday to be baptized. One, don't put salvation off. You don't have any guarantees for your tomorrows. Live for Jesus. Let him love you. Let him forgive you. Let him heal you. Let him show you the way of life and life abundantly. Two, don't let your pride talk yourself out of this. Number three, raise your hand in this place and those online. Raise your hand, yes. Amen, 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 amen. God. Thank you, Jesus. Those watching online, you, you're like, I need to be right with God, too. I need to make Jesus not only Savior, but Lord of my life. Would you repeat this prayer with me? Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you. I thank you. For the blood of Jesus. For the blood of Jesus. That forgives me. That forgives me. I have fallen short. I have fallen short. Of your best. Of your best. And I ask today. And I ask today. That you would be. That you would be. Number one. Number one. Completely in charge. Completely in charge. I give myself to you. I give myself to you. And I thank you. And I thank you. The old me. The old me. Has passed away. Has passed away. 
and all and all has become new. Has become new. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.